Hello, everyone. This is Z with Unlocking Greatness podcast. Today, uh, we're going to talk about your enemy. I think that's what I'm going to call this podcast. Um, and the premise of it is if I were your enemy. So I want to change your perception just a little bit. I want you to think for the next couple minutes as though I were your enemy. Think of me as the, 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 the person uh, that's causing all of the havoc in whatever it is going on in your life. Think of me if, as that person that's causing all of that in your life, okay? And the reason I want you to do this is I just went through some things myself. Seems like I'm always going through something. But I had to realize, oh, my goodness, I got to change my perception here because this is, this, this, is, this is the enemy trying to come against me here. So if I were your enemy, here is how I would approach you. Let me just think. Um, I absolutely would want you to feel that you would never achieve your dreams and your goals in life. I would always be edging you on in some way to feel that um, it's never going to happen. Everyone else gets to live out their dreams. And I would do everything that I possibly could to make you feel as if um, you just need to give up. Um, Why even bother trying again? I felt so many times in the past. Everyone else seems to get ahead. Woe is me. That would be one of the main things that I would be doing if I were against you, if I were your enemy. Another thing, uh, if I were your enemy, I'd want to manipulate a lot of situations in your life because I really want you to feel that you're always behind schedule. I would just when you're starting to feel down and feel like, man, uh, you know, uh, I'm just not getting ahead. I'm just not where I should be at this point. I would purposely have someone perhaps maybe call you with good news about how they're getting ahead or just got a promotion or I don't know, their business is doing so well, whatever. I would purposely do things and manipulate situations so that just when you're at that set, that, that, that stage of feeling that, um, I would just, you know, again, I'm portraying your enemy. I would, I would purposely put people in your life or situations in your life to make you compare yourself against them so that you always feel that you're kind of behind. Does that make sense? Uh, I would also do my best to keep you distracted at all times. I would have phone calls coming in. Uh, what else would I do? I would have um, just situations that arise that really have nothing to do with you, but some kind of way you, you got involved. You know how sometimes trouble just finds you. I, w- I would do everything I could to make sure that you always were distracted because I don't want you spending a long time with God. And I don't want you spending time thinking through your talents and your goals and dreams and setting out a plan. I don't want you finishing that book you're working on. I don't want you doing any of that. So I would do everything. I don't care if it's a flat tire. I would do everything I could to, to just keep you distracted with just the little worries of life so that you never really realize who you are. Does that make sense? I would do everything I could could do to, to change your perception so that when opportunities arise, and you notice I said opportunities, you don't see it as an opportunity. You see it as a problem or some sort of a f- setback or failure. You know, uh, you, you're not able, I, I would, I would do my best to, to, to have, help you look at a situation and, and see the glass as, um, uh, you know how they say the glass is half full or the glass is half empty. I'd want you always thinking that the glass is half empty. So I, I wouldn't want you to learn from any situation. Does that make sense? Let me just slow this down a little bit. Cause I really want to make sure I'm pre- I, I shouldn't use the word preaching. I'm speaking to myself as I'm speaking to you all. I would not want you to learn from any of the situations so that you can be prepared for the steps you're going to be doing. I just want you to always feel that you're the one that keeps messing up. 
And, and I wouldn't want you to see anything as an opportunity. Everything in your life, I would flip it in such a way to try to get you to see it as just one more thing that's happened to you. One more situation. Because I wouldn't want you to learn and grow from it. I don't want you to see any opportunities. Remember, I'm your enemy. So keep that in mind. Uh, let me think. There are some other things. I would definitely create a lot of havoc in your relationships. I don't care if it's friendships, uh, you know, relationships with friends, um, family members. I would do everything I could to always make sure there's some sort of discord going on in the household. Um, anything that I could do to sort of tackle relationships, no matter how minor, I would always try to keep that going in your life. Because then instead of you sitting and really realizing who you are and spending that precious time with God um, and, and, and planning out your day and, 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 you know, like I said, working on that book or working on whatever it is you need to do, I'd want you to be caught up in your feelings because somebody over here said something to you the wrong way or this person's not showing you love, right? Or this person just stole something from, whatever it is, I don't care because I'm your enemy, remember? Remember? So I would do everything I could to keep you distracted with a lot of just mess that don't even matter so that it can consume your time. And any time kind of in between that, I would definitely try to keep you distracted with radio and television and anything else because I don't want your brain to settle down. I don't want your heart to, to settle down. I don't want your breathing to settle down. I want you to always be anxious about everything. And the only way that I want you to be able to relax, again, I'm speaking as your enemy, I want you to feel that you've got to fall asleep to the television, fall asleep to the radio, or be on social media for hours all into the wee hours of the night because that's the only thing that relaxes you. That's what I would do if I was your enemy because I can't have you spending time um, in silence and sitting with God or, or doing anything else. I couldn't have any of that. So let me think if there's anything else that comes to mind. I would also try to make sure that you doubt your purpose and your talents and abilities. I would have you feeling as though you're not skilled enough or you're not qualified enough. Um, I would try to have you question yourself. Um, if you ever heard of a, a saying called the imposter syndrome, that's when people first step out to kind of do whatever it is they're trying to achieve in life and do, but they feel like an imposter because they're not quite there yet. Um, but at the same time, um, they know they got to do it, but they don't feel like they should. I would just try to just be all over you with that. I would try to make you feel as if you're really not as talented as you think you are. That's what I would do. Any insecurities you have, anything from your life, from your childhood and up, I would try to keep that real plan, you know, in your head so that movie can keep playing itself over and over. While I wasn't good in school, I wasn't da-da-da-da, I never was the smartest. Never. How can I go write a book or how can I go write this or how can I, how can I be, uh, do a speaking engagement or how could I start up this business? How can I do da-da-da? That's math. It's not my skill set. How am I going to be the man? I would do everything that I could to have you doubt those abilities. Maybe I'm not as good as an artist as I think I am, or maybe I'm, I'm not as good of a hairstylist as I think I'm. Maybe I'm not smart enough to go to medical school, and this dream is just a dumb dream that I need to get rid of. Me. I would just kind of try to keep all of that going because that looks good to me to feed you that. That's what I would do. I would try to have you in such a situation where you don't even have the energy. Think about this for a moment. 
you don't even have the energy to dream, let alone be creative and go after something. I would have to always keep those arrows coming at you. Because my main thing is I cannot let you spend time in the mirror looking at who you really are. I can't do that. I can't let you see that greatness that's inside of you. And the closer you get to that breakthrough point, the closer you get to that, I don't know if we want to call it a bridge or something, but, you know, again, if I was your enemy, oh, Lord, if you guys only know I'm so speaking to myself. <laughs> Thank you, God, for giving me this. By the way, you guys, th- this whole message just came to me because I just evaluated my last day. <laughs> and I'm like, Lord, let me just speak from my heart. But anyway, let me get back to being your enemy. So um, the closer you get to realizing who you are, the closer you get to a step closer to that door, uh, let's just call it of greatness. The, the closer you, I don't know, uh, just start taking those baby steps and you're, you're not that far away. I would come at you so beyond hard. And I would actually, I would actually do my best to put more pressure on you. I would even have, oh Lord, you're speaking to me. I would have all kinds of unexpected things happen. Especially if there's a real greatness inside of you. Which I believe is inside of all of us, just so you know. Because I could not have you getting that singing career off the ground or that acting career or going back to college or getting that education, um, starting that business. I couldn't do it because you would be too powerful if you really knew who you were. And I wouldn't want that to happen. I wouldn't want you seeing how powerful you are in the sight of God. So all those things would have to come at you. There's a passage I want to turn to real quick, and I'm going to wrap this up in a minute. But you guys think I'm speaking to you. I'm always speaking to myself, to be quite honest. I told you this is like a video diary, but anyway. I digress. In First Peter chapter, what is this? Chapter five, verse eight. I think you guys um, already know this verse. Um, the Bible teaches us. First uh, Peter chapter five, verse eight. Be self-controlled and alert. Well, why? Why do I need to be self-controlled and alert? Check this out. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And then it goes on to talk about resist him and stand firm in the faith. I don't want you resisting me. I'm your enemy. So I got to do all those things to keep you distracted. And here's how I'll conclude this, you guys. I just wish you really knew how much of a threat you really are to the enemy. Instead of you being afraid And I'm speaking to myself. You guys know I am. But instead of you, you know, um, I guess a good way of looking at it is imagine if you're standing still in the middle of a circle and all of these things around you are happening. You know, just imagine almost like a tornado or something going around you and you're standing in the middle. Many of us, I believe, live our lives going around in that circle, getting hit all upside the head, thrown and turned every which way. When really we need to stand right there in the center with God and be still looking in the mirror, knowing who we are in his sight. 
And I believe, not I believe, I, I wish that you guys knew how, how do I want to word this? Just how much of a threat you really are to the enemy. And I wish you knew the amount of greatness that is inside of you. And, and I wish that, you know, here's my prayer with this particular episode. I pray that the next time you look at your situation, no matter what it is, even if it's health issues, I don't, whatever it is, I pray that you look at it and you say to yourself, wait a minute. There's so much opposition that's been coming my way. And I've done some posts on this in the past. You guys can go back and uh, watch some of those uh, or listen to some of those episodes. But I pray that you look at it and you say to yourself, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. This is not a setback. This is actually a confirmation. It's a confirmation. Because there's greatness inside of me. That's what I want you to walk away from with this message. We all are going through some hard things in life right now. At least the majority of us. There's a lot that's happening. I've noticed with my own life, uh, uh, I had a situation. I spent a long time yesterday at my son's gravesite. And at the end of that time, um, oh, my goodness, and I broke down. I'm not going to lie because uh, they finally put his picture in his um I don't know what you call it, but it gives the year he's born and the year of his death and all that. They finally put all his nameplate. I guess that's what it's called. They finally have all that up. It was my first time seeing it. What you guys don't know is. uh, I think I talked about this before. God uh, woke me up in the middle of the night about six or so years ago and told me I'm going to have you write a book. And he actually told me the name of the book and what it's going to be about. And I'm like, okay, what is this all about? I'm waking up and God literally told it to me. About a week before my son died, um, God woke me up in the middle of the night. And again, we had no idea he was going to pass. And he said to me about three something in the morning, now it's time for you to start writing. And I began to start writing and pouring down tears like you wouldn't believe. I'm going somewhere with this, so just follow me. Uh, I finally yesterday, after leaving my son's gravesite, I stayed there at the cemetery and I walked to the very edge of the sidewalk. Uh, 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 we're blessed at where he's buried. It's a beautiful, beautiful area, beautiful gardens and uh, um, streams and rivers. And it's just absolutely beautiful, very, uh, very uh, picturesque um, site. And I walked to the end of that and I sat down and I stared up into the sky and it was cloudy. Um, uh, and there was like a little light that pierced open in the sky. And I said to God, I'm ready to be used by you. Lord, you've placed in my heart, you want me to write this, I'm going to do it. And so since I made that commitment, keep in mind, it was a very emotional day for me yesterday, sitting out there by myself. And I said, Lord, use me to write into the hearts of your people. Let me be your pen and you do the writing and you tell me what you want me to write and say and what you want me to do. So it's a very emotional moment. Since that time, when I tell you all kinds of things broke loose, <laughs> um, I won't go through the details, but I said to myself, isn't it interesting? The moment I set my sight on this course, the enemy has tried to do some things to distract me right off the bat. 
and try to make me feel as if I can't accomplish this, I can't do this, or I'm behind schedule. What about this with the finances? What about da-da-da-da? And I said to myself, oh, my God, and I sat and talked to God about this. I said, God, this is amazing. This is my confirmation. So that's why I wanted to do this lesson with you all, and I pray that you are greatly encouraged by it. Opposition, trials, tribulations, the things that come in our lives. While at the time it might seem very difficult, and I know because you guys know I've been through, we have to train ourselves to look at it and realize that it's, a, it's not a setback. It's a confirmation. I recommend that you do what I'm doing right now. Do your best to spend time with your father so that he can remind you of who you are. And you don't need to be afraid of the enemy. You don't need to be afraid because you're the real threat. In fact, before I walked away from that gravesite, I wouldn't plan on sharing this, but I just feel compelled to share it. I walked all around that gravesite, all through the areas, through the streams and through, you know, the gardens and all through. I walked all the way around. And you know what? I just started telling the enemy, you don't messed up now. You don't messed up. If you think for one moment that I'm going to stop, that I'm going to stop praising God, that I'm going to give up. If just because I'm weak right now and my legs are still a little shaky, you just wait until I finish looking in the mirror and knowing who I am before God, because you ain't seen nothing yet. And in fact, I'm going to do a podcast on that. That might, that might be the next one that I do something on you ain't seen nothing yet. Because I literally was walking around, you probably would have thought something was wrong with me, but I was literally speaking in the spirit saying, you ain't seen nothing yet. Just because my son, his body, lays a few feet away from me, if you think this is going to stop me, you've messed up. Anyway, I wouldn't even plan on saying that part. I love you all. Uh, this is Z with Unlocking Greatness Podcast. Someone told me I should start saying my name. So this is Zenja Glass with Unlocking Greatness Podcast. I pray that you've been greatly encouraged. Oh, one thing I want to say, please be aware the podcast streams on all platforms. Um, and um, uh, also, I found out something new. If you go to your Amazon Alexa, like if you have one of those Alexa devices, I don't know if you know this, but you can actually say to it, um, hey, Alexa, Play Unlocking Greatness podcast with Zenja Glass. And it literally would start playing through all the episodes. I never knew that. And you can actually tell, say which episode and it'll do it for you. So anyway, I thought that was kind of cool. But I love you all. I pray that you've been encouraged. Realize everything that you go through in life, none of it is a setback. It's a confirmation. I love you. This is Z with Unlocking Greatness podcast. Bye-bye.